White's Art Auction is on view at the RDS this weekend. See stunning works by Jack Yates, Lillian Davidson, Paul Henry, Patrick Heron, Louis Lebrocki, Basil Blackshaw, Donald Teske and many others. On view Saturday to Monday at the RDS and online at whites.ie. White's, where Irish art is truly valued. The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Horticulturalist and uh, a member of the Hork and Garden Centre family. Good morning, Porik. Good morning, Pat. Hedging and screening. Uh, lots of people wanting to create privacy as they enjoy uh, their back gardens. So what's best? Well, first of all, this time of year in mid-August, not only is the, the timing right, Pat, but the weather conditions are ap- absolutely superb for planting hedging plants. So if you need some screening or privacy or even just to create a bit of shelter in your garden, this is the time of year to consider planting hedges in the garden. Soil conditions are absolutely perfect. Remember when selecting hedges, Pat, to pick the plant to suit the location. So if you want something that's small and neat and compact and easy to manage, then go for a slow growing dwarf hedging plant, something like Pittosporum Tom Thumb, which is a lovely evergreen purple foliage plant that only grows to about two feet in height and is a doddle to keep trimmed or dwarf boxwood works really well or plants like lavender make lovely low Uh, you know, screening or border edges. But if you need something taller, you need something more vigorous. So something like cherry laurel works really well or Portuguese laurel. They're evergreen plants. They'll take a number of years to form a really good hedge and will grow easily six or seven feet in height. So it's critical to pick the plant to suit the location. If you're living in a seaside area, make sure you pick something that's going to tolerate the sea, the salt and the wind. So something like Iliagnus or Fuchsia or Escalonia or Grisolinia will all tolerate those conditions. So really, my advice is if you need to create privacy and shelter, this is first of all the time. If you need some instant hedging path in your local garden centre, you will be able to purchase hedges right up to six feet tall. So by planting them now, you've got yourself an instant hedge or indeed it's a great time of year to put in small baby plants and let them grow up over a number of years. But do pick the plant to suit the location. Make sure the soil is weed free before planting and when planting, put down some compost and some slow release fertilizer just to encourage the plants on. Now, it's very autumnal today and has been for the last few days. I'm sure we'll get an Indian summer anyway. But still, it would be nice to put something in the garden that will reward us maybe in October when things are getting, days are getting short and things are getting a bit darker. And you're suggesting sweet pea. Well, well, sweet pea is a plant that you can sow from seed at this time of year, Pat. It will germinate over a couple of weeks. It will grow up until late winter and then it will come into flower the following summer. So a sweet pea, if you sow it at this time of year, you get the flowers bigger and better next summer, early summer. But it's a great time of year for sowing the seeds of lots of plants, not just sweet pea. English marigolds can be sown from seed now. Godetia, Lavateria, many of the plants that flower in late spring and early summer can be sown from seed now. But if you want colour for October, then pop into your local garden centre. They have lovely plants like Echinacea, which, which is coming into flower now, but will flower right through to November. Asters or Michlamus daisies, again, would be beautiful right through the autumn period. Sedums, which again come into flower through the autumn and flower every year. So there's lots of really good cottage garden herbaceous plants that you can plant now, today, 
that will flower again right through until November. Chrysanthemums, for example, they're just mm. coming into flower at the moment, but they'll be beautiful right through the autumn and early winter period. They basically stay in flower patch until we get the very, very heavy frost. And uh, you've got new potatoes perhaps in your garden. I, I hadn't heard this before, but if you dig them up, and some of them are small, too small really to, to cook and eat, plant them again and you'll get more. Replant them. Absolutely. So if you're, <laughs> if, you're lift, if you're lifting potatoes like Duke of York or Home Guard or British Queens, which many of our listeners will be harvesting at the moment, pick the small little potatoes, smaller than an egg, egg size, and replant them into compost in a pot or container. If you've got yourself a greenhouse or tunnel, perfect, plant them into those areas and you'll have new potatoes, span new potatoes before Christmas. So it's a great novel way of growing a few potatoes for the winter and particularly for the Christmas period. Plant up the small little tubers that you're lifting anyway and that you're not going to possibly use. Pot them up into compost in pots and containers or in your greenhouse or tunnel and you'll have new potatoes, the second crop. Now, uh, some of the questions coming in. Bindweed has started to grow in our flower bed around a camellia is starting to spread. What's the best way to get rid of it? Okay, well, the best way to bindweed is a plant called convolvulus, and you'll see it wrapping itself up around plants. It uses them for support. It's a beautiful plant when it's in flower, but now is the time to treat it to get rid of it. My advice is to use some of the weed killer gels, Pat. It's like a hair gel. It's simply you paint it onto the leaves of the bindweed. It takes the treatment down into the root and kills it off. And it's important to get rid of it because it will compete with your camellia plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask Porik for recommendations for a large tropical looking plant or tree to grow in a container in a shady spot I already have tree ferns and fatsia presume it's fatsia japonica, japonica uh, so yeah. I'm looking for something other than those well let me give you three plants that will give you that kind of tropical jungle type feel there's a lovely hardy palm called Tracheocarpus fortunii. It's commonly called the Chinese windmill palm. And it's a beautiful evergreen pan, so it retains the leaf 12 months of the year. It actually produces uh, a hairy trunk uh, stem, which is quite unusual. And these very, very large palm leaves. And Tracheocarpus will grow easily up to about 15 feet in height. Now, obviously, you're going to need a very large pot for that, but it's a beautiful plant, very, very hardy here in Ireland, and it does exceptionally well. So look for that one, Tracheocarpus fortunii. Another nice palm will be the Phoenix canariensis, which is the uh, canary pine. Again, it's a beautiful palm-shaped leaves, and it gives you that tropical feel and just particularly well in pots and containers and is hardy up to minus 8 or minus 10 degrees here in Ireland. So it does really well. And the final one I put in is maybe some of the yuccas, and they come in a whole range of different varieties, some with bluish, bluish green leaves, some with variegated leaves that produce beautiful flowers, but they've got that Mediterranean type look with the spiky mm. leaves. And again, they're evergreen as well. So yuccas, trachycarpus or the canary pine palm would, would, would work really well. Could Porik recommend a nice winter plant for my hanging basket at my house front door? I can indeed. I can give you a couple of, um, and generally when you're doing up hanging baskets, you want a blend of different plants. And remember, Pat, we're coming into that time of year for planting up autumn colour. So straight away, I'd be thinking if you want something white, go for the winter heathers. There's lots of really good varieties. They're just coming into flower at the moment and will flower right through till March or April and are totally winter hardy. 
white cyclamen would be beautiful as well. Again, cyclamen are available in your local garden centre. They flower right through the winter period, right into spring. White pansies, white violas and primulas will also give you lovely colour. And heliboras, they come in a range of different colours, but there's some beautiful white varieties as well. So a mixture of heathers, cyclamen, pansies, violas, primulas, heliboras, and maybe just for a little bit of contrast, put in a foliage plant called silver cineraria. It's got beautiful silver foliage that's totally hardy right through the winter period. And again, will give lovely contrasting colours and maybe some trailing ivy as well. So there's lots of really good plants. Now, a little domestic incident. My husband reversed over my little maple tree in the driveway, broke off two of the branches they're hanging off. Do I break them off or will they recover? It's only a young, small tree, hence the husband not seeing it. That's for me, Dale. Okay, well, the good news is, Edel, that maples, Japanese maples and all maples uh, respond very well to pruning. So if you prune those damaged stems back, they'll reshoot again the following spring. So a little bit of pruning now just to tidy them up. Um, If you wanted, if they weren't too badly damaged, you could put a splint onto the um, the, the damaged sections to kind of straighten them and, and they'll fuse together again if you want to try that. So a little splint, two kind of lollipop sticks either side taped up and the wound will often heal itself. But having said all that, I would be inclined just to prune them back and they will come into growth next spring. They're, they're, mm. They respond very well to pruning. Every couple of weeks, I'm waking up to see holes in my garden. I can only assume it's a hedgehog or a fox. I don't want to harm the animal, but equally, I don't want my garden ruined. What can I do? Well, you can get various scent off treatments, Pat, that will keep the likes of uh, hedgehogs and rabbits and so on off the area. So they're available in your local garden centre. You just simply spray them onto the area. They won't affect the grass or the plants nor will they affect the uh, wildlife and just the scent of them keeps them away from physical areas so it's just a matter of breaking the habit Anna has a question I'd love to get a holly plant for my garden and have fresh holly each Christmas are they easy to get in garden stores I haven't seen any so far and are they easy to maintain I think you need two don't you well easy easy on both accounts Pat they're easy to grow and they should be easy to get. If you want a self-fertile variety, so here's two varieties that you only need to plant one plant of. There's a variety called J.C. Van Tal, which is a dark green variety that produces lovely red berries. It's a self-fertile variety, so you only need one plant patch. But yes, you're quite right. Hollies are generally better planted in clusters of different varieties. In my own garden, I've got a lovely variety called Golden King, and to that I mix a variety called Silver Queen. And the Silver Queen and the Golden King get on very well together and I get beautiful berries every Christmas. And interestingly enough, the berries on Golden King, the birds dislike. So the berries are often there till in February and March, right through the Christmas period. They're both lovely variegated varieties and they're fantastic for using in wreaths or for Christmas decorations. They're two really nice varieties. So Golden King or Silver Queen. If you want two or two self-fertile varieties, J.C. Van Tal or a lovely variety called Alaska, which again has got bluish green leaves and red berries. I just got new tuber begonias. How long will they last? Well, the tuber begonias are, or should be in flower at the moment, Pat. Uh, you should have planted them back in March and April. Uh, they grow during the, the late spring, early summer indoors, and they're in full flower in many gardens at the moment and will flower up until the end of November. My advice, really, if, if you've just got the tubers, um, put them into some compost, get them to sprout. 
Uh, they'll grow on for another six or eight weeks. You might get some flower from them this year, but really tuber begonias should be planted in spring, early summer to flower during the summer period. They're absolutely beautiful at the moment. And remember to store them to let them dry off in November and store them indoors for the winter period because the frost will affect them if you leave them out of doors. But they're well worth growing and they're very reliable, even with the kind of summer we're getting this year with lots of rain, uh, begonias, tuberous begonias do superbly. OK, a couple of quick ones. What's the latest you can plant spring bulbs? And another about planting. When should you transfer sunflowers from their pots into the garden? How tall should they be before replanting? Oh, replant them straight away. I mean, sunflowers are are uh, half-hardy annuals, so they're going to die away as soon as we get into the frosty weather in November. So get them out into the garden soil now or plant them up into a pot. Remember, sunflowers need sun, so a nice sheltered, sunny location for them. In relation to spring flowering bulbs, they're coming into the garden centres as we speak. So within the next week or 10 days, you'll find all the snowdrops and crocuses and dwarf tulips and daffodils will be available. It's hard to believe it. We're thinking of spring already. They should be planted during the month of September or early October, but you can plant them right up until mid-November. All right, Porik Horkin, thank you very much for joining us and answering all our listeners' questions.